and we were talking about uh, I just found a feather. What? Uh, not what, but um, oh, the magic of I don't know if it's magic, but <clears throat> capturing something in the moment and being real about it. <laughs> and I was talking about an idea that I had, but I didn't share the whole idea because I said I didn't want to say it outside of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So then I had to say it so that I would have to say it again in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And you said, why do you do that? And I said, because then it's not the first time. And I want to hear your reaction, your honest, true reaction to this thing at the time of of it happening. Yeah. And my whole point there was, I, I think I said, I don't like you putting me on the outside until you bring me in or I said why, oh. why do you keep me on the outside mm-hmm. rather than in on whatever we're talking about but your yeah. reasoning made, made sense yeah it's not like I'm trying to keep you I mean I am in a, I mean <laughs> I am trying to keep you in the dark until it's at the time but if it's like I gave the example of telling a story a funny story if I'm going to tell you a funny story mm-hmm. but I tell you it outside of the podcast and then you're hearing it again. Oh, we we should say that again in the podcast. It was funny. It was so funny when you just told it to me. But if I tell you it again, you're gonna already know the story, and it's, you're gonna probably probably be laughing in anticipation of the joke coming or mm-hmm. the funny part. You're like, yeah, oh, the, here it is. This is he's about to get to the funny part, as opposed to wait, what? Wait, and it all being happening right then in real time. Yeah, or even trying to manufacture the yeah that's worse the reaction yeah that i had initially right so what is it the idea <laughs> was in regards to um people artists and their art and how you hear different things like uh when was it uh, 2018 i think yeah that there's some documentary a documentary i think it was called uh, escaping Neverland or something like that came out on HBO mm. in regards to Michael Jackson and the allegations of the, the child abuse stuff and it was a popular subject then a lot of people had been watching the documentary I never saw it I, I don't really care to it's it all seems fairly inconclusive yeah, yeah exactly um, I either believe the guys or they don't and from what I heard from multiple radio interviews and podcasts and people talking about it was I mean, it seems pretty bad, and there's a lot of things that point to some amount of sketchiness and weirdness. Well, Michael Jackson was a, a kind of weird dude. This is all besides the point. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get into that. The <laughs> point that I was trying to get into is that I heard some people saying, oh, I can never listen to Michael Jackson's music again. I, I'll just, yeah. anytime it comes on the radio, I'm going to have to change the channel. Or I've seen the same kind of thing happen with... Uh, people's art Therese Nielsen I don't really understand what she did but she's an artist and she had done multiple magic cards back in the day I don't think she's done any magic cards for quite some time or any new stuff she her stuff gets reprinted or had been Uh, and I think I'm not sure but I believe that Wizards of the Coast has cut ties with her Hmm. and they're not going to be doing any more of her art Um, apparently there's one piece of her art on some new list of cards that are kind of like lottery cards in uh, in an upcoming set. I think the last set that I recall her art being present was in that set that was supposed to be kind of like a new set that came out for modern, the format. 
I forget what it's called, but it had Sarah as the first planeswalker. Oh, Sarah Modern card. Horizons? Yeah, Modern Horizons. Yeah, okay. Uh, her card, it was a green card, and it had this alligator-looking thing on it. I have a playmat of it. Oh, yeah. At our kitchen yeah. table. But was that a reprint or a new card? That I don't know. Okay. I, I was just mentioning that's the most recent yeah. example that I can think of her art being printed. Right. Some sort of evolution wizards. or something. Yeah. I don't, and I'm not sure if that was new art and they, that they had commissioned or if they had just used new, you know, old art. I, I, I don't know. And I still don't know what it is that she did that people are, are upset about. It was related to trans issues. But what did she do? She had written something people can look it up themselves because it was a while ago and i do not recall exactly what it was but it was it was not agreeable to people that are pro trans rights okay all right so she did a thing that people are upset about that that's i'm not really i don't really have a take on that right now because i don't know enough about it to have a take um I, what you just said is more than I had, but it's still nothing specific. It's just like, I, I don't know what exactly that means. And that's not what I want to talk about. No. Another artist, Noah Bradley, who every time he posted on, on Reddit, got tons of uh, upvotes. Oh, here's my process for making this piece of art. I mean, gobs and gobs of upvotes. People were so happy that this 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 artist celebrity would be on Reddit and, and you know, kind of wandering among the masses. And I just, I remember every time he posted it, there was no less than like 2,000 upvotes or something for, for just, it, he just, hi, I, I'm posting. Hmm. It was always a piece of art. Like he did that art, um, shows a woman with kind of a triangle in the background. And there, oh, I don't yeah. know exactly what the, the card is. He's done a lot of landscapes. I think it's Bant. From the most recent set. Some band colors, yeah. Um, something evolution or something other. It doesn't really matter. He had come out, and I don't know why this came out or, or what caused him to do this, but he had released a statement on Twitter saying something like, I, I apologize to all the women over the years that I was not good to. I used to be a real piece of crap. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't remember it exactly. I don't have it up. I don't really care to pull it up because my computer is very old and I have the screen brightness all the way down because it doesn't it, matter. Yeah. It does matter because oh, okay. it, it suffers from doing things. <laughs> so oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm limiting to what it, it, this is all kind of besides the point of where I'm going to go with this, mm-hmm. but it, I, I'm giving some context here. Mm-hmm. So I came out with a statement. I used to be at game cons and I, I'd be drunk and I'd hit on women and uh, do say inappropriate things and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I don't. I don't really have a take on that because I don't know enough about it to have a take on it. But what's the backlash? The okay. backlash is people. We don't want anything to do with Noah Bradley and Wizards of the Coast has has said that we're they're cutting ties with him. No more will they be commissioning any of his art. He's going to have some art that appears in some sets down the road because that's how it works. They it's way in the pipeline. Things are coming out like so. He has some stuff coming out in 2021, but mm. they're commissioning no new artwork from him cancel no more of that that's what this sounds like just cancel culture right so i was thinking about that and i was thinking how it's so interesting that people associate the individual with the things that they bring into the world Mm -hmm. and i've had this idea that i've shared with you and i think the podcast many times about people being portals to the it from they're they're a way gate uh, between the material and the immaterial Mm -hmm. humans are the only thing that i know that does that there's nothing else 
that brings abstract ideas like a triangle. Where does a triangle exist? Answer that question. I have no idea. Nobody knows. Wherever that is, Mm -hmm. because it's there whether you want it to be or not, whether people know about it or not, it's there just waiting to be discovered. The equations are there just... All of the ideas of anything that exists, the, the the design for the dress that you're wearing, the 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 art that's on the shirt that I have on right now that shows two 70s looking lovers with the, the it's a Shepard Farley art. I, I, I'm assuming it's him or one of the people that he hired. It's it's Obey. So it's that that brand, the the cut of the pants that I'm wearing, all of these things, anything that you look at existed in the immaterial mm-hmm. until it was brought into the immaterial by a human, a portal, mm-hmm. an idea, or, as is often the case, a group of portals mm-hmm. who work together to bring this idea. And somebody proposed an idea. Hey, I've got this idea for this jacket that I'm going to make out of Gore-Tex. I'm saying that because I'm looking at a Gore-Tex jacket by Black Diamond that I own that is impenetrable by water. And then somebody goes, okay, that's a good idea, and we definitely need a new jacket, but the shape that, you're, that you've come up with, it's, just, it's not going to work. It, it, it's not going to work for the majority of people and we got to make this fit for more people. Yeah, or it's not quite right or I have a, a better take on it or what if you cut it, this piece of fabric just so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, uh, some sort of um, collaboration mm-hmm. and you come up and you work together on this thing. I've also talked about how people don't change. They mm-hmm. don't. The ideas that are strapped onto that person changes. For example... Leonardo DiCaprio is the same Leonardo DiCaprio, but he'll wear the character of Howard Hughes in The Aviator or uh, whatever his name is in Inception and What's Mm -hmm. Eating Gilbert Grape Mm -hmm. in that movie. So he's these different things. But you don't look at Leonardo DiCaprio and then treat him as though he's Howard Hughes. Mm -hmm. You treat him as though he's Leonardo DiCaprio, the actor, Mm -hmm. and he wears these different roles. So I was thinking about a doorway, like an actual door Mm -hmm. to your house. And I was thinking of a very basic, dumb wooden door. (laughs) It's just a door. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop what comes in and out of it. It doesn't have a a handle? Well, yeah, yeah, it's just, but I mean, it, it, it has no conscious it doesn't oh, have the okay. ability to stop a bad guy from coming in your house. Mm-hmm. So let's let's imagine that we can impart our door, our doorway with an AI system. <clears throat> and we're going to put it at an airport because we don't want uh, bad guys to come in and cause problems at the airport or, or a courthouse, some some place where you don't want or a school. We'll make it a school. So we don't want bad people coming to the school. We don't mm-hmm. want them bad guys come in and selling drugs to the kids. We don't want somebody to come in and and spray poison gas or do a mass shooting. So we're going to build an AI system into this doorway. And it's supposed to be able to scan the face of the everybody that's coming through, cross-check that against an entire database of all the people that that, that, that person knows and do a deep dive on on their psychiatric uh, state at that moment, and it takes a, a view of their heart rate and their temperature. So if they've got any illnesses, if they got COVID, all it's just, I mean, the most advanced AI system you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And if they don't get a pass, the bars don't open up. If you do get a pass, oh, you're, you're Jenny Slater's mom. Okay, yeah, you get a pass, you're all good. Okay, come on in and then you open up the doors. And then, oh, wait, you're, you're Bob the, the mass murderer. No, we're not gonna let you in, the, the gates stay closed. Okay, imagine the door screws up 
and let somebody in mm-hmm. that does do a mass shooting. Mm-hmm. Do you blame the door? Or do you blame the programming? Do you blame the AI? What do you what do you do? Do you rip down that door? You <laughs> would probably look at what had happened to it. Why did it make that mistake? Yeah, given What did it do? Given your example, it sounds like the door is somewhat innocent, but um the AI system is the thing that messed up because mm-hmm. that's the that's what was in place to prevent the bad guys from getting in right. to the school. Exactly. So if you parallel that to people, mm-hmm. then I, I'll let you make this point because it sounds like that's where you're going. Well, go ahead. It's it's people are they're just people mm-hmm. it's like you are what you are you're a human being and you can do the right thing and you can do the wrong thing and you will do both in your life probably right most people will do both things and the best thing that they can do because they have a brain which i believe acts as a filter mm-hmm. personally anyway between the immaterial and the material is they can upgrade their programming or ai system like the doors would so their brain is the ai system and if they make a mistake if they misstep then hopefully they will learn from that mistake right and choose to do something different in the future and something that you might ask is okay well who gets to term who who determines what the right things are and what the wrong things are okay fair enough that's kind of complicated we'll not get into that right now because i don't have a good answer for you but i'll tell you what you wouldn't do If that door let in one bad guy that caused Mm -hmm. some problems, I'll tell you what you would definitely fucking not do. You would not then go, this door screwed up, so we need to kill Jenny Slater and her mom and all the other kids that came in here and all those other ideas. And we need to ignore all of them as well. Because it screwed up? Because it screwed up there. those other people could have something wrong with them? Is that what you mean? What I mean is, okay, go back to the door. Picture, Mm -hmm. Picture the door. The door lets in one, two, three, four, all the way up to 99 people. And all of those people into the school are students, they're teachers, they're just doing their school stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're all fine. Mm -hmm. And then it lets in number 100 person. Mm -hmm. And 100 person is the bad guy that's going to shoot up the place. And that's where the door messed up. That's where the door messed up. It made a mistake. It it, it misread the person. It Mm -hmm. made an error. Okay. Once the dust is settled from that problem, you don't go and wipe out one through 99 of those people. Mm -hmm. Let's say the mass shooting was foiled and it just like got stopped and the guy got tackled by the security guard and okay, oh, nobody got hurt. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't then go, well, we need to get rid of all of the teachers and the students, which is what I'm equating that to the art that Michael Jackson or Teresa Nielsen or Noah Bradley has brought in, brought in their art is still good. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson's music is still damn good music. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's put out some fucking bangers. (laughs) So it doesn't, it it doesn't make sense to me that you go, oh, he did this horrible thing. Let's say that that's 100% true and he molested all of the kids. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change the reality that he put out some really good music. Mm -hmm. Therese Nielsen, if she murdered 300 trans people on record, Filmed by a thousand photographers from a from five hundred different angles, mm-hmm. it's guaranteed proof. There's no no way around it. If if that were to happen, it doesn't make her art suddenly bad. Mm-hmm. It, it might be hard for somebody to look at that and uh, 
separate the two. Yeah. I'll grant you that. But it doesn't make it inherently bad all of a sudden. But you you don't mean bad like, oh, this art is poorly done. Right? Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Right. I thought you just meant bad in that it, it is bad and should be banished from this planet in history. No, I mean, it. the art is what it is. What Like... Like Michael Jackson's music. Mm -hmm. It's either catchy and good or it's good music with interesting lyrics or it's not. I mean, he wasn't called the king of pop for nothing. Yeah. Okay. Or Noah Bradley's art. I'm not a big fan of some of his stuff. It's a little too airy for me. It's, Mm. It's very, it has a very, very clear digital, but it's not what I would call bad art. In, in, in the realm of Magic's artists, they've definitely hired some worse artists, no doubt about it. There's some questionably rotten art. Mm. And I don't mean in, in terms of the subject matter. I mean in terms of the quality of it. It's, yeah. it's poorly done. Especially it's, if you look at older, older sets. Like, wait. Yeah, that's real older. hit and miss. There, It's more, I'd say on average, it's there's more consistency now. It kind of mm-hmm. has a, a more overall, more consistent look. Mm-hmm. And, set, yeah, yeah, and that's I don't know that's that's kind of neat, but it also I I do like some of the older stuff where it's just really out of left field. Sometimes you look at some, <laughs> you're just like, what was even going on here? <laughs> I, I get the impression sometimes that the art was already finished, and they're mm-hmm. just like, hey, can we, you know, commission that piece of art? Can we pay for that piece of art? We'll yeah. give you a thousand dollars for it. And the artist's like, shit, that's a thousand bucks. Hell yeah, you can use that weird strange man poking at a mushroom for your whatever card you want to call it what you know fungal rebirth or i don't don't know i'm making stuff up i don't even that's probably a card but i don't know if there's a weird man poking a mushroom but um yeah like that card stasis i actually like the art on that card i think it's actually kind of neat um it's it's bizarre i'd have to see it i don't know it's uh it's kind of impressionist it's 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 weird but um. Yeah, I, I I I find it amusing that the the response of people making a mistake is to get rid of that person. Like I wasn't wearing a mask at the beginning of this whole COVID thing. Now I, I wear one pretty much all the time at work now. But I wasn't some months ago. And this lady called, and apparently I wasn't part of the conversation. But I was told by my bosses who handled the call that the lady had asked or demanded, I don't know how it went, for me to be fired. Like, If you do that, what? like, how are you going to learn? Like, that's a very I, extreme punishment. Like, I mean, I would just like to have a conversation with that person. Like, how about we talk to him first? Yeah. Can Could we could we do that? You know, wh- how is it that we jump to that? Ext- I just don't understand jumping to that extreme. Yeah. Or whatever happened with Dr. Disrespect and he mm-hmm. just got shut no down. idea. Apparently like, he doesn't even know. I yeah, don't know if I believe I, that. I mean, but, if that's true, yeah. if he has no idea, like that's not the way that you tell somebody, no, you're fired. Like you don't just right. turn them off and then shut them out. Like <laughs> how does that help anything? It's like seeing somebody do something that's against the law or it's the same kind of thing that, you know, this is a better example. This It's exactly like what my mom would do. Or it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And, and your mom would do when she would, I would have done something that upset her. Mm-hmm. And then she would say, you're grounded for X amount of time, a week. Okay, Why? Well, if you don't know, then that just shows how 
how bad it is and you you need to it just gives you it'll give you more time to think about it about how you screwed up yeah my mom would do something similar which is just well if you don't know you need to figure it out yeah okay (laughs) huh (laughs) i mean i've never been pulled into an office at a place where i work and they said this is your first write up Dell. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? If you get two more you're going to be fired. I what for for what? You know. I I I don't. I don't know. What what is this about? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, we might make this two write ups right now, but we're going to keep it at one. Just don't ask about it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> that just fucks with your head. It's just it like, makes you what paranoid. What's going on, right? Is it, huh? Like, that's never happened. It's always been, hey, we need to have a talk about you not showing up on time, or or the way you the, spoke to this. The customer. way you talk, spoke to this customer, they were complaining, and they, they said something about the customer's always right, and they said that you told them no, they're not, mm-hmm. and. It's a while real that, incident. While that might be true, we can't be telling the customers that. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to tell the customers that because they're fucking morons. We just need you to be genuine. I am. I am being genuine. Well, but not the way In that a we different mean. different way. Okay, but that's not what that word means. You don't get to change the definition of that word. That's happened too. Yep. It definitely happened. Um, <laughs> but if you're going to punish somebody... I mean, part of the process is letting them know what they did so that they can adjust their behavior. Hey, you stole the eggs from the farm and we don't like it when you steal our eggs. And so we're going to hit you with a $50 fine and smack your hands and, yeah, and let you know that this that's not what you do. At um, least you have okay. the why. Yeah. It's like the beginning of Fargo I don't even know how that tied into the third season of Fargo but it, it starts out with the the Nazi and they've pulled that guy into a room oh, yeah. I don't recall how that ties into the the, the story at the all third season of Fargo. it's about the two brothers they both yeah. played by Ewan McGregor and there's the whole stamp f- as a thing we finished that right? yeah yeah oh. but it starts out I'm pretty sure that was what it was Fargo mm-hmm. and it starts out with this guy he's pulled into uh some office some office and a german guy is interrogating him and saying you you know you murdered these people your wife i think it was oh. and he's like what are you talking about no i didn't my wife's still alive he's like that's not true the german the, the investigator guy the he's saying you you killed i think it's his wife or some lady you killed her and he's like that's not even my name like when yeah. he's just like and he said and he had an alibi and everything yeah and he's like you need to you know you can either confess or your punishment will be worse or like we learned in that 13th documentary that um, oftentimes people plead to having done a crime. This is a little bit different, but it's the same kind of idea. Plead to having done a crime because by taking the plea bargain, they get a reduced sentence. I guess that's why it's probably called a plea bargain. You get a, a, a deal on your on your sentence. So if you say, yeah, I, I did the thing, whatever it was, then you get... They, uh, you know, a year or six months or something like that with good behavior or um, if you fight the system if you want to go in there and say no I didn't do the thing because that's the truth let's say that you did not do that thing you weren't even there I was like I was fucking in a totally different state when that happened all right well you're the person that we caught so if you want to say that if you if you want to stick with that the truth fine so be that you're going to get a public defender and you might get upwards of of 10 years 
five years, I, I don't know, something worse than if you just admit to having done it. Um, and there was a, 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 a guy that they talked about who said he wasn't going to go along with that. And then he was just fucked with on the regular and ended up committing suicide because it just messed with him so much. Yeah, because he ended up going to prison. Yeah. Because he <clears throat> ended up losing. Yeah. <sighs> the trial. I wouldn't be surprised if when you say the very few people that do, no, I'm not going along with this, and they try and fight the system, that the system fights back even harder. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you want to try and do that? You're you're gonna you think you're a smart guy? Oh, you you think you're gonna try and change something? Yeah. No. We're that's gonna not make happening. you learn that that's a really bad idea. You're going to regret <laughs> ever having had the the gumption to go against this. Which I feel like now that we're talking about this, that that feels like what's happening in the world right now, at least in the U.S., is the system wants to flex its muscles. Yeah. And and show you just how wrong things can go if you try to go against it yeah yeah it's it's weird there's a we, we'll sometimes put on this twitch channel twitch slash woke and they just it, there's no commentary unless they have somebody who's live streaming uh showing what they're doing they just it's i don't know anywhere from probably the fewest streams i've seen is four or six any up to a dozen or or more all these little images on screen of people that are all over the country at ver- these various protests so they're live streaming from their phone or or however it is they do it i don't i'm honestly not sure i assume it's a lot of phones yeah i don't know uh what this channel is for outside of these protests or if it was just made for yeah, uh, oh yeah what it George did before Floyd or black lives matter protests but that's that seems to be the main thing now that's the, uh, it's the only thing I've ever seen on there. Yeah. I thought I'd seen something else, but... Um, they may have hosted somebody else that was doing this. Sometimes that'll happen. But you could argue, or you could label these as very independent <laughs> uh, media outlets. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I've seen stuff on there that I don't see on any of the other news things. I'll go to CNNBC... Mm-hmm. Or MSNBC? MSNBC. I don't think CNNBC is a thing. Um, I think maybe you did CNN and MSNBC. Yeah. So MSNBC, I'll go there. I'll go to Como, which is a local news channel. I'll go to Fox News. I'll go to CNN because I want to see what the various ones are talking about. And it's interesting going to those different ones and seeing how this side will spin a story and how this side will spin a story. Mm-hmm. And just, just just the way that they word their headlines, mm-hmm. assuming it's the same story. Oftentimes they don't have the same story because it's, it's not, but <clears throat> it's just interesting. It's just always skewing one way. There's no news that I've seen that just it just seems to not have a take on it. Yeah, I would say that one of the more neutral news outlets, it would be like uh, Associated Press or, or Al Jazeera. Or Ro- Ro- Reuters? Reuters is, Reuters? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Reuters. I'll see, I'll see stories linked on, on Reddit from, from Reuters or Routers or whatever it is. Um, it's Reuters. Reuters, okay. Yeah. Uh, but these 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 various protests, it's. I mean, it, it goes both ways. On the one hand, I see these lines of police officers, and they're standing there, 
And I wonder, okay, well, why are they there? Like, wh- what, what is it they're stopping the protesters from doing? Or what do they think they're stopping them from doing? And, and I'm not sure, like, what, what would happen if all the, the, the police just didn't show up there? I, and I don't know. I don't. Chaz? <laughs> I, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they left. <laughs> they boarded up their police precinct. Right. And yeah. then they went to Volunteer Park and hung out there for a couple weeks. And then Chaz blossomed. Pa- well, in the I don't know that it blossomed, <laughs> but it was there. Yeah. yeah. So, or, or Chop. And Chaz became Chop, right? Or was it the That's other way right. around? That's right. No, it did become Chop. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know that that's what the the folks that go to these protests are wanting to do. Is that what they want to do? Is just post up and ha- do chops around the area? I, I, I don't I don't know. On the protest side, there are all sorts of different ideas being thrown around, it seems. Like some people want to tear down the whole system and mm-hmm. some people just want to defund the police and some people want to bring attention to a problem that is racism throughout our system. Yeah. I mean, the the only thing that I can see that is common, the only th- common theme with all of the protesters is there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Where? And people are upset. Well, different places. <laughs> there's there's problems and, and we are upset about the problems. And yes, like you said, there's different people that have different different issues. Some people, it's very particular, like we don't like the mayor. Like that's their thing. They want this particular mayor to go away or we don't like this one police officer because they had done this thing or some people are just take it much bigger than that. Shut down the whole city. Okay. No police at all. Other people are, let's reduce the number of police or the amount of policing and, and move some of that stuff that the police do to other, other groups. Okay. All right. Some of that stuff makes sense mm-hmm. i mean mad max has a line in uh in mad max fury road where he says if you can't fix what's broken you'll go insane and i think that's that's very true and i i haven't seen too many replacement options for the things that people want done away with they say defund the police okay i i in that realm i've seen and we want some of that money to go towards social services and uh, mental health things. Okay, cool. That stuff makes sense. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that defunding the police necessarily is what should be done there. Maybe take money. I mean, Seattle might not be the greatest example, but this month, this city makes so much fucking money. It's, it's insane. Off of taxes? Off of taxes, off of car tabs like mm-hmm. all the things that the, the I mean this city generates insane amounts of money I don't know where that money goes it's definitely lining somebody's pockets in some cases I mean it has to be yeah and money that's actually put into programs that the funding is said to be for right there's, like is is mismanaged I don't know like, of any accountability <laughs> or like maybe that information is is accessible but I it's not talked about on a regular basis. Like that's not making the paper. Like here's the clear budget. Here we got eight million dollars. Here's a clear four million that went here, and this mm-hmm. nonprofit third party 
auditing group came in and said, yes, that's absolutely where that 4 million went. And then 2 million went here. Yes, absolutely. That's where that went. And then there was a, 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 a tertiary party beyond those ones that came in and vetted that and that, and that there's no, it's just, we're collecting millions and millions of dollars. And then there's and this new tax enough. and it's just, <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. It's not enough. And oh, the, these projects are just going to take years and years and years to get done. It's like, you're making so much money and throwing apparent I mean they say money at these various things but yet it gets worse it's like every year the the, the homelessness budget goes up but homelessness there's just more homelessness it's like I don't are you paying people to become homeless because that seems like what's going on here I think what would be great is to have a third party organization <clears throat> somehow not of interest on either side of the political spectrum like not for government or not for the people necessarily but just they're going to look at the facts of how money is spent yeah for the seattle an, police department for an, example an auditor yeah and they just come in and they say this is all the information and here now it's public yeah yeah so from there you would hope that there would be some changes because i imagine the money isn't being spent in the best way possible. I, I almost certainly isn't. It almost, almost certainly is. Some of that money, I have to imagine, is is lining some people's pockets in some roundabout way. They're getting paid to speak at some event or mm-hmm. it goes, it just loops and dupes and swoops over here and then into this person's yeah. pocket. And then it's, oh, we're going to back you over here and then you're going to get this deal. And... So it's probably pretty mucky. It's probably going to take a lot of work to do that sort of thing. But and and then I can see because it's it would take a lot of work to rework the system in place why people would say let's just tear it all down because that sounds a lot easier but you tear it down and then what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I might be for tearing it down if if I knew what the replacement plan was. Yeah. I I, I but I don't know. I. I, I if it's CHOP 2.0, I'm yeah, not no. into that. I'm not into, no. CHOP was a, a mess. It was it was dis- a disgusting. I mean, over the course of two weeks, it ended up looking like a, a horrible shanty town in a third world country. I mean, it was not pretty. It, it, was, were, it was gross. There were murders. There were Mur- multiple like, murders. There's Hoopleville. Oh, yeah. It, w- it was... Yeah, absolute hoopleville. But at the same time, I don't want to just let all of, like, become jaded, I guess. I don't want to, like, I do want it to end, but I want there to be a resolution. I don't want it to just fade away, all of this anger, this upset, this unrest, because it seems to be something that's been kind of simmering Mm. under the populace for years decades and then with trump being elected like he was the perfect president to be elected because he was he was a wolf in in wolf clothing rather (laughs) than a wolf in sheep's clothing like people say so he just he was a a monster and you can see that and and so he's brought to light a lot of the problems that i think people are dealing with or or upset by but now it's just on display because he's our president and people are going, okay, well, this is a problem. And for a while, we just pretended like it wasn't. But now it's in our face and yelling at us in all caps on Twitter every day. So it's time to do something about Law it. and order. It's, yeah. But if 
what comes to mind is another quote from Mad Max, which is who killed the world. Mm. And I feel like if we just pretend like everything's okay for some reason, like if the police take over and they shut all the protests down and then people stop going into the streets and we just go back to life as whatever normal is, mm. um, then this will just continue to be a problem, but yeah, people won't be talking think about it. going back. I think, I don't know where it was that I heard this. I wish I could credit it, but they were saying something about how all of this anger, all of this aggression, the strike, whatever you want to call it, the, the, these, the boiling emotions that are, are coursing through the, the, the country, but also the world. I saw some stuff about people marching, like thousands of people marching on the Kremlin in Russia. So there's issues and it's felt the world over right now. People mm-hmm. are not happy with the way that things are. Um, I guess you could go the route that China seems to have taken, which is just full on police state. But I, I don't know how well that works in a place like the U.S. I don't know. It Maybe it works really well, and I just don't know it. And and they're like, oh, just wait, and you'll you just wait and see. It'll work really real well. I'm not sure. But <laughs> what I was gonna say is that the the person that was talking about this was saying. All of this emotional energy needs to be channeled somewhere, and the way that you channel it is with a leader, but we don't have a leader. Yeah, and if Biden gets <laughs> elected, we still won't have a leader. Correct, right. Like, <laughs> that, that our options are, like, last year I had almost the same opinion that I do now. Like, this, of, of, of a population of yeah. 350 million people, these are the two? <laughs> How? It just, How? It just feels like the candidates that we have are perfect symbols of the state of the U.S. It's yeah. these old, white, decrepit men that are falling apart. Yeah. One <laughs> is just keeping himself alive through McDonald's, fast food, and, and speed, and, and a diet of, <laughs> of Fox News and Rush Limbaugh. And I, I mean, I, I don't know. An I'm energy saying all the that cliche, he feeds off of things. his yeah. audience. And then the other one is basically dying in front of our eyes. I mean, he can't talk to save his life. I mean, I would argue he's more of a puppet. I think we weekend at Biden is great. What is it? Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, weekend at Biden. Yeah, it's just. I mean, he <laughs> he barely. I mean, I can't wait for the debates. There, it's just going to be a circus. It's going to be Trump up there without a mask, making fun of Biden. That's all he's going to do. And Biden's going to be trying to have coherent thoughts. And I'm going to be the one that makes sense up here telling people how if you don't vote for him, you're not really a black person. It's like, oh, my. I'm glad that Charlemagne the God is just ripping him apart. It's just like, find your black uh, female VP so I can vote for her and not you because you're so. and And then just die. So that she can be president. Exactly. Like, get Tulsi Gabbard. She's that would a, be fantastic. Get Tulsi Gabbard I, she's and then not black, die. But. <laughs> no, but she is Pacific Islander or something. So she, she's from she's, Hawaii? Yeah, she's some not white. She's really smart, really articulate, has been a leader, has gone overseas, been in combat multiple times. Get her. Get an actual leader to be the leader. Have be that. Pick her as your running mate, Biden, and then just die. That's the best. That, I mean... If that happened, I mean, we could go from being in a complete shit show to having this country on track within six months if that happened. Yeah. I definitely, 
am not going to vote the way that I did when it was Hillary versus Trump, which was basically mulligan. I wrote do over. Yeah, that I was the, I filled in a candidate. I'm not going to do that again. I don't know what I'm going to do this time. I guess it really depends on who's actually running. Is if, if Kanye West is running, I might be tempted to vote for him. Mm, pretty <laughs> sure he's having mental issues right now. I'm pretty sure he's always been having mental issues. Apparently he's bipolar. That'd that's be rough. not surprising. That's not surprising at all. That's exactly how I felt when I found if that If that's out. true, that yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. According to Kim Kardashian, that's the case. Well, Why do I know these things? She's one to trust on these subjects for sure. Well, yeah. she's married to him, so I figured she might know if he has. Maybe it's just a publicity thing. Like, please feel sorry for him. Maybe it's all. <laughs> He's part actually of their, a psychopath. But <laughs> they're, they're, we'll just call it their grand plan to get attention on him so that he wins the election, or that he sells more of his most recent album that was just released, or that, or yeah. is being released soon. Oh, man. It's just a shit show. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest problems that we have is a populace that is so interested, and I'm guilty of this 100%, interested in social media, in Mm. news feeds, in trying to figure out what's going on, but being stuck in a bubble of Google trying to figure out what things I like to click on and Mm. friends or whoever I choose to follow uh, posting various things that agree with me. It's I, I'm in this bubble and I'm getting a biased view and I'm trying to not have a biased view, but I, I feel like we've all got our heads in our phones and we should probably stop doing that. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm delusional and I'm just wrong, but I don't like, I, I just I, I'm not really sure what to think like I don't I don't have a strong stance on any of these things I mean I have strong opinions about individual things like should people be murdered no that seems like a bad idea should people be raped no that seems like a bad idea I mean it doesn't seem like both those things are are bad ideas that no no seems Th- those are shouldn't be done okay well how should the police force be run? which police force where i mean the way that the police force in chicago should be run is probably drastically different than how it should be run in helena montana yeah i i I can't say that all police should be reduced by 50 percent. maybe your force is one sheriff so what do you do cut that guy in half i don't he works half the time what happens if on the day that he's not in the office? Like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't have answers to these questions. I just don't think that broad strokes rarely are broad strokes the right answer. Yeah. I mean, it, you can do it for things like murder is bad, rape is bad, lying is almost always bad. Okay, mm-hmm. there. That's those are about as broad strokes as I'm willing to go. <laughs> there are probably a few more that we could come up with, but. Sure. It, I agree. I kind of feel like the system is too large. Like we shouldn't maybe have a globalized economy because I feel like it's ruining the world. People are getting the fattest pockets that they've ever had. And then at the other end of the pyramid, there are a bunch of people that are scraping by and not even able to do that. Yeah. On, on the There's just such a, sorry, go on. No, I was, just, I was interrupting you. The, the economy point is it, 
I've seen how dumb people are recently in regards to that. We have been spoiled, rotten by Amazon and the like, by Mm -hmm. thinking you can just get whatever you want Mm -hmm. shipped to you within a day. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost anything at all. If If you're in Seattle. Oh, I I just mean, okay. So within a week, wherever you are in pretty much the world, you can get almost anything. True. Barring extreme illegal things. And if you know the right people and you have the right money, (laughs) you can get that stuff too, probably. But if you want a rice cooker, you can get that probably tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you want a, a bag of protein powder, if you want toilet paper, if you want... Anything, Almost basically. anything, yeah, computer. It's like, you can get it right away. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when a large portion of the world's workforce stays at home because, hey, we don't want a whole bunch of people coming into work and those factories that they work at aren't making the stuff and then you compound that problem with a whole bunch of people that are staying at home wanting stuff to buy what do you do like from a hardware store yeah exactly so you've got all these people in seattle that are stuck at home and they're going i guess we'll get around to those house projects we can finally get to gardening or painting the bedroom or redoing the garage like we'd talked about or or finishing the basement so we've got all these people coming into the hardware store that i work wanting to do any number of hundreds of various projects then the things that they're buying are coming from factories that have been shut down in some cases for a week, two weeks, maybe a month because, well, the factories didn't want their workers to get sick. Or a bunch of people did get sick and they had to shut down. Exactly. Or they reduced the number of people, maybe not fully shut down, but they reduced their, their workload when they needed to double or triple the number of people. Mm-hmm. Well, this makes a problem. Right now, our shelves are in many aisles really rough. I mean... By rough, you mean I mean, empty? like empty, straight yeah. up empty. The The gardening aisle looks like it's half full, mm-hmm. that as it should be. I mean, we have maybe a third of the number of hoses every week. We don't know what's going to show up on the truck because we don't know what the warehouse is going to have. Yeah, so we'll, you say your order that you placed was fl- like you finally got 50% of it and that's yes. the most you had been yeah. getting? Yeah, so we placed an order that was $25,000. That's all the stuff that we could fill our shelves with. And we got 13,000 of that, just over half. Mm. That's the first time in, in weeks. Most of them have been just under half, like 48, 45%. So order 20,000, get 8,000. I mean, and it's because they, the warehouse that we get it from, can't get it from the factory. Mm-hmm. So the factories bring it to the warehouse and the warehouse brings it to us. Well, the factories don't have the stuff. They haven't made enough. Well... What I was saying about people being morons is they don't understand that stuff doesn't appear in a <laughs> warehouse because Gandalf is waving his wand and just materializing <laughs> it out oh, of thin the air. Oh, the world needs just, wheelbarrows. Oh, exactly. Wheelbarrows. 500 wheelbarrows <laughs> on a pallet. Bling. Oh, they, they need more paint? Bling. Paint. Oh, you need more hoses? Bling. Hoses. Hey, but it's that easy for me to go shopping on my computer. Right. They think I can they, just click. I just click and it appears in my shopping cart. What do you mean? Huh? So this guy comes in, he goes, hey, so I had ordered a, a, a shed. Okay, first off, what are you talking about? At the end of June, and I never got a call about it. I'm looking through the special orders. There's no shed on there. He doesn't have any information about what he's talking about. It's just kind of like, oh, I ordered a shed. Do you know where it's at? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we don't stock sheds. Okay, well, can I get it now? like place an order for it now and I go okay well if you know what shed it is I can look and see if they've got it in stock 
So he goes, he finds the shed, it's, it's this one. Okay, I type in the, the number for it, I pull it up on our catalog. They're out of stock. Okay, well, but I, I wanna order one. No, they don't have any for you to order. Can you back order or no? I go, no, because we don't know when it's coming in. Like mm. there's certain things that you can do, but sometimes they discontinue things and other times they might just not be getting it anymore. This guy couldn't wrap his head around there not being any to order. I was just like, well, I just, what do you mean? I just want to, like, no, th there's none in the warehouse. There aren't any for you to order. There's none in the queue. There, Yeah, there's, there's no. We don't know when we're going to get There aren't them. any. Like, it's just no. What do you mean no? I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I, I have a very simple time wrapping around my, my head around that idea. I go into the butcher shop and, hey, can I get a, a whole chicken? Oh, we don't have any chicken. We sold out of those. I don't go, well. We'll Can just, I order one? <laughs> we'll just go get a chicken. It's like, no, no, you idiot. There aren't chickens to be had. We sold them. We got in 200 earlier today. We sold all 200. Your number 86 after we sold the 200. I've told 85 other people before you that there are no chickens. They didn't get chickens. You're not getting a chicken either. And the farm doesn't have any more chickens. There's no chickens. There aren't any. Oh, but I want one. Hmm. I want a million dollars. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, No leave you idiot and uh, another uh, I was telling this to a co-worker and they said that they had something similar that somebody wanted I don't even know what but they wanted to order something and they were trying to explain to him like there aren't no there aren't any oh but I uh, how do I get it no, you you don't well, how do, they just couldn't wrap their head around that it was like you were saying they go to Amazon they find it they click add to cart and but it, there it is and then I get it Two days later, a little blue truck shows up and they a nice man comes out and hands me a box with a smiley tape on it. And A to Z. And it's got a little grin. Yeah, that's not going to happen here. What? Huh? Do you, how do you so not understand? So what's your point with all this? People are just... People are dumb. <laughs> I, I just don't understand how you don't understand that. Like a child can understand that. Can I have ice cream? We don't have ice cream. Oh, Okay. Like the kid's gonna oh, there's no ice cream to be had. I I I like the kid that you nanny. I imagine he could wrap his head around that. Mm -hmm. Look, here's the box. There's no more cookies in it. Oh, he would just okay. say oh, okay. Okay, he wouldn't Moving be like, well, on. put your hand deeper in the box. No, what? You, mm -hmm. uh, no, that huh? <laughs> it's not a magic portal to the the land of cookies, and, and the, I mean. I mean, there's probably somebody out there that thinks that's what's happening when you reach into the box. He's like, whoa, where, where's your hand going? It's the cookie land. And then a little man sets it into your hand and then you pull it out and go, oh, look, I can just do this. Maybe this had to happen so that the people that expect things to just work for them can realize they're not the center of the universe and things don't I always work. don't think those people are going to realize that. Hmm. <laughs> it was a hopeful thought. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it a lot is. of hope in me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mad Max also said hope is a mistake. Well, that was Tom, and then he grew up. What? Tom Hardy. Max. Didn't he say that? Wasn't he the one who said hope is a mistake? Mad Max says that. Yeah. Tom Hardy, uh -huh. who plays Mad Max, yeah. says that. Yeah. And then after that, wasn't that the turning point? Or was that when he That's was talking? That's right. Towards to the very end, they're, it's like, it, they're talking about... 
going out and uh, crossing the salt sea there and mm-hmm. just out into the middle of fucking nowhere and i don't remember how the, the conversation go but goes but furiosa says something about hope and he says hope or i think she does and he says hope is a mistake and then that's when he says if you can't fix what's broken you'll go insane <clears throat> so i don't think hope is a mistake i think what he means by <laughs> that at that time is that blind hope like you have mm. to have an idea of where you're going with it I like see. you can't just go i hope this will work out like or i hope i go to the green space and it's still green yeah exactly or i'm just gonna get in my car and drive the roads until i land in the land of promise and get the perfect job and have a house given to me it's like well you can hope that no. but it's not gonna happen for me throughout my life it's been more a hope that things will get better like I'll stick around because I I have hope that this isn't how bad it's going to be forever and it has gotten better and not because the world has just handed me things but because I've put in work to make my life better yeah I think we <laughs> talked about this in the last podcast about how people mistakenly hope too much as opposed to mm. utilizing logic like that lady that came in and I told you about her. She needed a, a a fastener for the wall to hang oh, something. Oh, yeah. And she already drilled the and hole. And she'd had the holes or the holes were... I couldn't tell if the holes were drilled or if just they were kind of ripped out. I was unclear on that. Oh, I thought you said she already had the she, holes. She, she had the holes, but yeah. I don't know how they got the holes is okay. the thing. And so I was thinking if this is a drilled hole and it's a clean hole, that's one thing. But it, I almost got the impression just the way that she was that it maybe was just a torn out hole. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you can't just... Like, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's already ruined. Hmm. Your, your, your drywall isn't that strong. Mm-mm. And when you wreck it and, and the edges are all jumbled. And then it crumbles. It's, that's and not going to work. Really you can't weak. just, like, jam a piece of They're plastic just, like, in there. and hanging it. Oh, yeah, like it's, connecting it's it. not good. <laughs> um, okay. So I wasn't clear on that. And she was like, oh, I, I you know, she had said, yeah, I kind of thought I would need to measure that. But I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Like, well, how many people hope that they win the lottery? All of them. Every single person that buys a ticket. That's why they're buying the ticket. How many of them win? Not many. Most of them don't. That's why the jackpots get so high because they're not winning. The, the, the more that goes up, the more that that number is, is a, a tracker of losers. <laughs> that's what that number tracks. How many people are losing? Oh, that sounds so sad when you put it that way. <laughs> I, this number goes up, the more losers that there are. So then the person who gets all the money has gotten that money from... From all the losers. The losers. Yep. yep. That have gambling problems. Mm-hmm. And they, they do too, because I would imagine most winners, it's not their first time playing. Finally, I broke even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 8,000 tries later... <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, I wonder how many people would that's the case. I, I finally broke even with this 30 million jackpot. <laughs> I was so deep in debt. Now I'm back to square one. I can do it again. No, mm. no, no. Here we go. No, you idiot. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Gosh. Was it that my, I was Tim Dillon talking about my, um, not not Dell's, but the, a show called My Lotto House or whatever. Okay. It's like, what are we? What are they going to be talking about next? Is my Lotto Liver or just? <laughs> oh, look at these people! They're they're the only the only people that are able to afford the surgeries that they need are the ones that are getting winning the lottery because and nobody else can afford anything. <laughs> it doesn't sound that far fetched. 
my lotto meal. Hey, oh, who got to eat today? Oh, the Jacksons got to eat. Oh, oh the food sounds so good. Good thing we have this TV to watch the Jacksons eat. <laughs> oh, maybe. I mean, I imagine it will all work out in the end. Uh, Everything will work out, whether the uh, human race will be here or not. It will all work out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> if you're looking at it that way, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the universe will continue unfurling forward. Yeah, it, d it depends <laughs> on what your definition of working out is. If it just... Existence will continue. Yeah. Some way. It's just... There might not be any observers for a while, or very few. It's interesting. I've heard... I don't remember who it was talking about this, but I'm pretty sure they were an atheist talking about how if in the future AI becomes so smart and just overtakes humanity and is the one that travels the stars and then humanity dies out mm -hmm. and there's no conscious beings left in the way that we look at it, they were saying that that seems kind of sad and, and, and kind of depressing to think about, that there's no consciousness experiencing the the existence of of, of the universe hmm. and i thought well this is the same person that is fine just dying and ceasing to be so is this sam harris it may have been oh, okay and not go had not not believing in any sort of afterlife so that those views seem to conflict yeah like if you're fine with your consciousness just ceasing to be which is i assume what he uh, believes will happen when he dies i don't it seems plausible I, I have no idea but if that's what his afterlife looks like to him how was that fine but a universe populated only by ais not yeah when i hear I, things like that i, I wonder know. like this atheist what do they think a god is does it have to be an anthropomorphic being because if that's the case then yeah i i agree there is no anthropomorphic god like, I don't think so, but the way that I view any, the way that I view God is incomprehensible, but at the same time, I can understand what the God is that I believe, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one thing with, with Islam that I, I can wrap my head around. Like the whole idea that you can't draw God mm. or, or Muhammad. Like, okay, and I think I've talked about this before. If they're saying that you can't because it's it's literally impossible, yeah, I'm on board with that. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, could you draw the Prophet Muhammad? I, I don't know if that's against their, their their the Quran or whatever, but or their beliefs. But if that was a a dude, a prophet, maybe that he's allowed to be drawn. But you can't draw Allah. I don't think so. I don't think you can. Okay. Well, if that's if they're saying you can't because it's truly impossible to draw the form of God, again, I can wrap my head around that. That that I'm on board with. It yes, that does seem impossible. But killing people because they try to draw their interpretation of it or they attempt it. I suppose the idea is that it's so blasphemous to try and even capture the essence of God in just like there's no way that you could possibly do it even if you had the most elaborate play slash musicals like all of the arts combined into one thing it still wouldn't even come close to god like yeah mm -hmm. again i can still 
wrap my head around that. It's like God is the entire universe and beyond that. So how could you possibly draw or orchestrate or visualize? Like you can't even wrap your head around it, let alone wrap your head around it and then bring it into the material and and then share it with people. Like that's mm-hmm. that's absurd. So mm, I just feels like yeah, babble esque. Right. But to kill people for attempting it, I think. I don't know. I don't know it's about a little that. Extreme. It does. It seems a little extreme. <laughs> just a skosh on the extreme side. I guess <laughs> on the on part of me though can see how that makes sense. Well, it's just this person is needs to be extinguished because they are pompous. Yeah, because it, it's almost the way that I feel when people talk about writing and them having the ability to do that. Mm. It's like mm-hmm. that nothing else pisses me off that much. These people are like, oh, it comes from me. It's like, you arrogant piece. Mm. Like, I, like, oh, you think that? I don't know that they could be tortured long enough to, if they actually think that way. It's like you are mm-hmm. such fucking shit to think that you're the originator of these ideas. It's like, no, no, no. I'm the one that came up with two plus two equals four. I'm the one that came up with that. No, you're not. No, you're not. That existed beyond space and time for eternity and will beyond you ever being a thought. So for you to think that you came up with that, the most that you can take credit for, that anyone can take credit for, is being the person that brought it into existence mm-hmm. you can say yes i was the one that that brought this into be you know mm-hmm. you know and i appreciate you appreciating me for doing that um but to say that you they're the originator like that i've heard mm-hmm. writers talk that way and it's like i i want to smash their i want to curb stomp them repeatedly bring them back to life and then mm-hmm. do it again and well, again when and i again. hear things like that i just i think that that part of them should die yeah, I just don't know how to detach that from it. Just it's an air. The, the people that I've seen it is just the, the, their whole being. They're well, just that's all interesting that you say that because the way this whole podcast started was talking about individuals like Michael Jackson mm. and Therese Nielsen, and then that other artist from I, I don't remember his name, Eric. Something? Noah Noah Bradley. Noah Bradley. Okay. Uh so those individuals having something to bring to the table, but then other aspects of them that might not be awesome or might not sit well with a lot of people and then just writing off the whole individual. Correct. And then you coming and saying this about those individuals that say, oh, this is my idea and I came up with this. So how does that work? Well, I guess the way that it works in my mind, I mean, that's a good point, but the way that it works in my mind is that those people that I've that I'm thinking of that have said that, they haven't brought anything into existence that I respect on any level. Mm. There's nothing that they've done that I go, okay, you claiming that you're the originator of your writing in these stories and da da da, da is a mistake. But all these other other things that you've done, you're a pretty good person. It, or even you you make a lot of mistakes, but you do these other th- good things. Like they're the one I'm thinking of in in particular. But others also that I've encountered, they're arrogant. Was it our neighbor? It was a neighbor. Yes. <laughs> it was just arrogant, pompous, full of themselves. Uh, not pleasant to talk to at all. Yeah. Just very controlling. Yeah. I remember when we'd have those and like 
this person's partner, significant other, was just a puddle of mud. Yeah, just kind of this... Like this lumpy being who just agreed with everything. Right. I mean, it was awkward. And yeah, there was some... It was right after Trump got elected. So the the neighborhood got together for some meetings and, oh, let's talk about how we feel about this and how we can come together in our our time of, of distress and... She was, you know, okay, you only get this amount of time to talk. Okay, it's time to move on. And she's very controlling. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I didn't see anything that she'd brought into the world. I was like, well, you know, she's got some hiccups and some some rough spots, but she's a really good person and really nice. No, it was just, mm-hmm. you're a trash heap. It's and r- I, I want you to fall off a cliff again and again. I don't know if this is the agreeable side of me or, again, the hopeful side or because I've had people in my life where I'm still wondering what to do with them. Um, But I would like to think that I can't really judge anybody on that level, like on an extreme level of, yes, you can be in my life. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. Or, yes, you can be a part of the world. No, you can't. Because... I don't know what their life is like. Like, I don't know everything that they do. I don't know how they spend their days. I don't know what their intentions are. For some reason, intention is big for me. Yeah. Like, intention intention is a, a, a very big factor. Absolutely. But, like, I'm, yeah, I just, I wish that I were able to do that more. Just judge people and go, yes, no. I mean, maybe... The way that I feel about somebody like this neighbor person, not now, but years ago, um, and how upset it makes me feel is how people feel about somebody like Noah Bradley. And it just, it taints too much of what they've done. Hmm. And they just go... This is such an important thing. Exactly. This is such a huge aspect for me. Maybe, especially for somebody like a female that was... Uh, you know, maybe come on extra hard at a party, like to the point of being groped or something. Mm-hmm. And it was such a traumatic and horrible experience that when that comes up with somebody else that they go, fuck that guy and everything that he's ever done. Like, just no. I, I, I can actually wrap my head around that now when I think about it that way. I, I'm not saying it's correct. I, but I I'm don't saying know. I can understand it. And again, I don't know what's wrong with me, but there was one individual in my life that I have had a lot of struggles thinking about. And I, at this point in my life, only wish the best for them. I hope that the issues that they've had have been resolved. I hope that they are not miserable. I hope that they're able to reconcile their past self with their current self. I hope that there's some change there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's because you've had the time to think about that particular individual. What What about if you found out <clears throat> that, uh, I don't know, you just some person in the news and you found out that they had uh, done some horrible crime. I don't even know if that is. I was going to say, what if you found out some Bob Smith and mm-hmm. just some nobody that you've ever known and you see it in the news. Bob Smith was found to have raped five children and is now in holding. Would you think, you know, I hope it all works out for him? <laughs> well, that's a funny way to put it, because 
while I do think that Bob Smith should face repercussions, I also hope that he receives help because clearly there's something wrong with him. I hope that he receives whatever help he can get um, therapy-wise so that he can look and try and figure out, like, why did I do this thing? So that he can look his actions in the face and maybe learn from it. Maybe when he dies, he can leave this world and go, you know what? Those things that I did weren't awesome. And now I've learned this so I can bring this back into the ether. And yeah, that's my spirituality coming to light. But I just, I mean, should he do those things again? No. Should he just get off scot-free? No. I, I, it's hard for me to say just hearing that. Yeah. Because there is part of me that's still a little bit bitter. Like, for example, the individual that I brought up, uh, <laughs> we'll just say like did a similar thing to me <laughs> as, as Bob Smith yeah on, on a different whatever, podcast 180 no it was the same podcast but the other episode. episode I mean yeah. um so like for example when I get gas at Safeway mm-hmm. I will use the phone number of the house that I grew up in because it's the only Safeway card that I have mm-hmm. and it's the only one that I, I know of and I just I just use it mm-hmm. and if that person's name comes up and says, hey, da-da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. would you like to use your 30 cents off a gallon? I say, hell yes, I would. Okay. So I'm a little bit bitter. Like, is it wrong of me to do that? I feel like this individual has caused a lot of problems for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's my way of taking back from them. Like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you make up for what I did. How 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 far would you take that? That's like, a good question. Like, let's say you're we're on a trip somewhere. We're in San Diego. This is all post COVID. That's mm-hmm. all a thing of the past. There's a there's a vaccine for it, a cure, and so that's no, not a worry. We're down in San Diego. We're walking along, and we see this individual eating lunch. And you're like, oh shit, that's so and so. Like I know mm-hmm. for a fucking fact that's who that is. Like no question about it. You see full on the face. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And like I just want to stay here for a second. And so we just pause and we we get a, a juice. We watch them leave, and five thousand dollars falls out of his pocket, hmm. and it just plops on the ground. Would you think, oh, we should pick that up and go say, hey, you you dropped your five thousand dollars, or would you be like, fuck that, that's my five thousand bucks. I would be very tempted to say that is my $5,000, but it's wrong. I mean, would you I go sh- up and be like, hey, I just wanted you to have this? I think the best version of myself would. Okay. But I'm not saying that I would. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. And yeah. having said that thing about the gas out loud, I know that it's wrong. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, I guess it. it, <laughs> it depends on the thing. Like, I'm thinking back to my whole idea about the door and, you know, just because the door let in one bad thing doesn't mean you need to burn down the door and then kill everybody else at the door as it let in and burn all them as well. Mm-hmm. But I guess it kind of depends on what the person did that the door let in. What I mean is, is there's a difference between... um me not wearing a mask and upsetting some Karen that wants me fired Mm -hmm. and me 
groping multiple women over the course of years at at various conventions. Like There's those a aren't difference. the same thing. I could see the differences. At yeah. least a few. <laughs> so my manager pulling me aside and say, "Hey, Del, you got to make sure that you have a mask on when you're around people. It's fine if you're by yourself stalking or whatever. But mm-hmm. if you're interacting with a customer, just make sure you have it on." Okay, yeah, sorry, I, I screwed up there. I, you know, I'll I'll be more careful with that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's a little bit different than okay. So we need to talk about the, you know, eight women that you groped when they were drunk, and two of them say that it actually went much further than that. Like, mm-hmm. those are different. <clears throat> I mean. Is it right that a felon, a convicted felon, never works again? Well, I think it depends on the felony. I I, I don't know. On the one hand, there is definitely something, a, a road to redemption that people need to have an option to. Or they'll just go and do more of it because if there's no fix and there's no cure, they'll just be like, well, fuck it. I'll just do more of the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, Some of them probably. It's like, so you're saying that I can never vote again. I can never get a normal job again. Well, then what other option do I have besides the life of, of crime? Or and I'll just go back to jail and just live my years there, I guess. And, you know, at least I've got food and a bed. And I think that's why there's a, a cycle of prisoners that get out and then go back in. They don't know how to live their life. Like my uncle on my mother's side who had killed somebody mm-hmm. was in prison for 25 plus years. He got out. He was out for about a year and then he hung himself mm. because he just, he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. And he felt, I mean, I don't like there, there were conversations that he had had with his siblings where he had expressed like confusion he's just kind of like i don't know what to do i feel very guilty and i just i'm like i don't know what to do with myself and he just went into the woods and hung himself hmm. how did they find him some hikers found him hmm. and then he was missing shoes so people think that somebody stole his shoes what sweet my size thanks dead man yeah i don't know hmm. but uh, I have an issue with the gas, for example, because I, I don't know what's what makes it even. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that's petty of me to go, yeah, I'll take that. But then again, why is he using that number? Eh. Yeah, I don't know. I... I have wished, oh, maybe he could pay for my therapy. That seems like it would make sense. But that's not an option. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know what it is. Like, I'm trying to think about my personal issue with people taking or not taking, but that the personal issue that I take with people that claim that they're the originator of their ideas and that they're the 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 authors of their stories. And I, I mean, yes, if you wrote it, if you're the one whose fingers typed the words or whose hand held the pen on the paper and wrote the, the words down, you are the author in the the dictionary description of the word. What I mean by author is the the individual that I was talking about earlier and others that I've talked to or have heard talk sometimes come across as though they're the ones that are coming up with the ideas. Like, I'm the one. It's me. And you should be thankful to me for bringing these stories to you. It's like, no. And I don't know how to reconcile how... Like, there's nothing else that makes me that pissed off. Uh, There are a couple ideas that come to mind. One is 
a kind of a question. Do you think, well, it is a question. Do you think that it's that individual getting too close to the sun per se, or like, or um, saying that they are God in a sense? Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's it's like they're associating themselves with the immaterial, with the infinite. It's like, it's so, I mean, arrogant doesn't even come close to what it is. I mean, just, they that, should just get smushed. So then. Yeah, that's how I feel. But I, that that is in its own way a cancel culture thing. And I don't agree with that. It's hmm. what? 11% on your computer. Oh, battery. Yeah, I should have <clears> plugged it in. But I, is that correct? I don't know. I feel like we are going to have to come back to this because yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's always been an issue with me, and every time it's come up, and the way it, when I've heard people talk that way, it it angers me in the absolute fucking extreme. Hmm. Well, and that makes me wonder if, on some level, you think that you are above people, like godlike. Or have a connection with the ether that others don't. Or you... There was another idea, but I can't think of it now. I mean, I'd, I'd like to think it's the... From what the way I heard that, the opposite of that mm-hmm. is that I understand just how insignificant I am and how grateful I am to have some sort of connection to the immaterial at all. Mm-hmm. And that I have been gifted through fate or divine will or I don't know what this ability to pull stories from there and then put them down like I told you years ago that author doesn't feel like the right word to describe what I do I felt like prophet is a better word because I'm just I'm just a portal I'm channeling I'm pulling these ideas and bringing them in and, yeah. and that's all I'm doing and and I've talked about this with you and, and other people how it when I'm at my best is when I'm out of my own way yeah and I, you know, that's what you're saying isn't far from what I've heard other creative types say. Like artists, for example, sometimes will say, I, I feel like a hack or like, like, I don't know what this is, but this isn't mine. Yeah. Uh, it just, my hands did this. Right, right. <laughs> or my mouth when I sang this or my hands when I played it on the guitar or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've heard that from a lot of authors who I respect are musicians. They they say the exact same kind of thing. Like, I don't know where these ideas come from. I'm just there and fucking it just comes and then the music happens. And mm-hmm. I like, I'm not thinking about it. That's actually when problems arise when <laughs> I start thinking about it. I mean, yeah. Jay-Z said something like that in a thing yeah. I was watching. He's like, you can't think about music. Music isn't a thinking thing. You just, it either happens or it doesn't, but you don't think about it. As soon as you start thinking about it, you got to walk away from it because it's just going to be bad. Yeah. And I've heard so many artists say that kind of thing. And it's, they're always people that I respect. I'd never once have I heard somebody that I really liked and I thought was great at what they did and be like, I'm the one that did this. <laughs> the ideas are entirely because of me. I, there's no thanks it to my parents. Right. It's just, just you're just like, fuck you. I just want to jam. I, I just want to do the Joker magic trick to your face over and over and over again. Just pencil, pencil into the temple again. And it's like, how can I make this hurt worse? Can we put barbs on it? Like, you are such trash to think that way. Like, no, 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 no. I. I <laughs> I understand that thinking that way, oh, that they should die or or have the Joker magic pencil trick is is 
bad, I guess. But man, I, I mean, when you say that, it does sound extreme. But knowing you, I, I interpret it as that piece of them needs to die. Like yeah, they need also, to not be that way. And also, I just want nothing to do with them. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't. It speaks volumes of their character. I, I guess I just feel like anything that they bring into the world, because first off, they're wrong. They're first and foremost, they're they're incorrect in their thinking. They're not the originator. Mm-hmm. They are bringing these things in, and that is all that they're doing. And anything that they bring in is going to be left with a horrible tainted. It just yeah, it's, it's like it's the foundation is, is yeah, it, it's faulty. It's, it's bad. Yeah. So. I don't want them doing anything because <laughs> anything that they go, that they do is, is going to be tainted. Exactly, taint. It's going to be fouled up. It, it'll yeah, be sickly. Their filter is gooey. And my, cons- my I guess up. my biggest concern is that what they're then sharing could somehow this might be wrong, but contagious. Hmm. And that they could then spread that idea like, oh, you can do it. You're the originator. Like, no, they're not. Stop lying to the kids. And no, they're not. Maybe that bringing it back to what you talked about at the beginning of this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that is what people have issue with in regards to Michael Jackson or mm. Therese Nielsen or whoever, Neil Noah Bradley. Noah Bradley. Whatever. White guy name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're saying that, that by having their art that you could be tainted by their 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 foulness in some way? Yeah. Like there's something wrong with them mm-hmm. and their filter is messed up on yeah. some level. So if anything's coming through that filter and out into the world, I want nothing to do with it. Cancel uh, them. Yeah. I, get, I mean... It makes sense. But I think there has to be some compromise because everybody's human and we all make mistakes. Correct. So yeah, I'd imagine how much are you willing to compromise? Right. I would imagine I was thinking about this after the, the, I was actually just today. It, 8% it went up to 10. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I saw some artist name. I don't even know who it was. It doesn't matter. I don't know anything about them. And I just thought of the Noah Bradley thing because we were going to be talking about this and I was going to share it and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I wonder how many of the artists that work for Magic currently that are under contract are 100% flawless. <laughs> that have Zero. N- that, that if you were to know 100% of their life, you could see every single moment and you go... This person has never done anything that I disagree with. How many of them? That's impossible for anybody to live up to those expectations. <sighs> right, which is the whole... we as humans can hold contradictory ideas in our brains. Right. So that's that's why it's it's ridiculous when somebody it comes out that the first response is, shut it all down. It should be... I mean, I don't know. I guess it is a, a company's prerogative to go, you know what? We can get other artists, so yeah. we're just not going to touch this one. This is too much work. It, right. <laughs> and if it, and if what that person did, for example, Noah Bradley, and if he's come out and he's fully on admitted to doing whatever it was, I don't know if it was groping or do, doing inappropriate things. If by keeping them around, they are in some way saying we can tone this behavior because we're paying this person to exist. Yeah, but you could also argue that you condone as wizards, the company, you condone that behavior of 
coming back around and saying, hey, I'm sorry that I was a terrible human being. I'm going to try to be better. Like you could spin it that way. You could, but I feel like that's too much work. And Mm, a lot of companies are just, you know, like, you know what? We can get somebody else to paint mountains. Especially in this climate. (laughs) There's other people that do lake scenes. I'm just thinking of that AOC gal Uh and a speech that she had made recently about... Some other senator or something? Yeah, that called her... A fucking... Unfavorable, yes, that. Um, (laughs) Okay. But she, she was saying in her speech that she wasn't going to say anything... But then she didn't want other women in the world to think that she's condoning his behavior. So she had to say something Mm. like she's coming back around and saying, you know what? This isn't okay, Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say something because I have the platform to do so. Basically, I would like it if companies, when they cut ties like Wizards with with Noah Bradley, had more of a statement than this cookie cutter. We've decided to part ways and will not be moving forward anymore. It would be nice if there was a more human response like this is why we're cutting ties. You know, we don't have to explain it because it should be fairly clear, but we don't want to support this person and pay them. If other people want to give this person a job, that's on them. But as a company, we can't stand by this person in any way in in this action and so we like it just morally we feel obligated to part ways with this individual we don't wish them any ill will we hope that they are see some therapy if that's what needs to be i don't i'm i'm jumbling this up because i don't have uh, you know time to craft a a, a corporation's letter But again, maybe even that's too complicated because they feel like, look, just make it short and simple. Just let the people know that we're cutting ties with this individual and call it a day. Yeah, but what AOC had mentioned in her speech, why I brought it up, was men should be rewarded for being upstanding citizens. Like they should be rewarded for being actually good people, not just pointing out the fact that they have women in their lives. And, and that making them a decent person. Like you're a decent person because you're a decent person. Like you make a mistake and then you come back around and you say, hey, I made this mistake and I'm going to try to be better. Mm-hmm. So wizards bringing that back around could have said, hey, we we don't agree with that thing mm-hmm. that you did in your past. And we do uh, applaud you, I guess, for admitting that that was a mistake. And we hope that you learn from this and move forward in the future by not doing things like that again. But again, you know, we can't, we can't be with you or whatever. We can't employ you. Yeah. I think they, they could do that. Yeah. I yeah. Just, I, I, I guess with a situation like wizards of the coast, they are, I don't know if obligated the right is the right word, but it, it behooves them to say something which they did there. I saw, I read the statement and like I said, it was very, very short, it was like two paragraphs, maybe, maybe 200 words. It was very, very minor. Just kind of, we've decided that we're not going to be working with Noah Bradley anymore, mm. blah, 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 due to recent events that have come to light. Okay. Um, yeah. The main theme, I think of what we've been talking about is you can't just jump on one side or the other. Like, yes, you have to take a stance. Mm-hmm. But you can't ignore facts or or aspects of the situation. It's not helpful, especially if you're trying to 
make for a better future. Like the the country that we're in, who knows how long it will be a country. Like <laughs> maybe it doesn't make sense to be a country. But mm. if we do want it to be a country, then we can't just say all police are bad. We need to shut them down. We can't say all protesters are bad. Let's right. let's shut down the streets. Like there's a middle ground, so you have to kind of you have to do work. Yeah. I read an article. What what were you saying? I was just saying and figure out what is good about each and bad about each side. Right. That's that whole ACAB, A-C-A-B. It stands for all cops are bastards. I mean, that's ridiculous. Not all cops are bastards. (laughs) I read this article by a gal that her husband is a police officer. And I guess she was kind of apprehensive about him going into being a police because she had had some. I think she's... uh, a minority I think like maybe Pacific Island or something this was in the Seattle Times and she's saying like she'd had encounters with police that were not awesome but then after getting to know this guy and his his like his uncles and his dads that were had all been cops or various family members she just found like this brotherhood and they're like really nice people and she's saying like how terrified she is when he goes out to these protests because she doesn't know like is he gonna get conked in the head is he gonna die and like yeah like it's it's like almost but not quite as bad but almost watching your loved one go off to war like uh, do they come home tonight i don't know i, I th- that's not Clearly to say that violence yeah that's not to say that that automatically makes somebody good or bad but i'm just saying i, I feel like a lot of people just forget that these are also humans they're yeah. they might be wearing a uniform and part of a system that you dislike but they're still people like they're I, I, it's kind of like that story jocko willink had uh, brought to light in a recent podcast within the past month or two about World War One and soldiers oh, yeah. on either side of the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And it was Christmas and the soldiers weren't fighting because it was Christmas. And one side was having a party. They invited the other side over. And then the weeks following that were relatively peaceful because they learned, oh, they're here. Yeah, I don't know if it lasted weeks, but yeah. Or it was days at least. And, and then, then they were told, they like, were... you need to start going to start shooting them. But I think like a week or two. That's when they started fighting again. I'm not really sure where to go from here. I feel like we've covered a lot. So yeah. that's, that's it. We're done. All right. Bye. Next time. See ya.